Welcome to another episode of Capital Roots, brought to you by Capital Farm Credit, where we bring you the experts in the ag industry. In addition to a few Texas legends along the way, we're your hosts, Joe Patronella and Clint Cryer. Thank you for listening. Now let's get back to our roots. Welcome back to another episode of Capital Roots. Today, we have the pleasure of chatting with Jackie Simmons, Assistant Vice President of the San Antonio Stock Show. Jackie, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to come talk about our stock show and rodeo. Hey, we're, we're glad to have you here today. Exactly. So let's start off. Just tell us a little bit about you, where you're, where you're from, what, a little bit about your background. Well, my background is grew up in a Brackettville and Uvalde. I call it the Brackettville, Uvalde, Del Rio Metroplex area, is how I refer to it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, in Highway 90. Um, and uh, dad was a football coach. Mom was a teacher. Okay. And, uh, but growing up out there, you know, it's all ranching and farming and all my friends. And that's where I started showing, we started showing sheep. Okay. Growing up, you know, 4-H and everything. And uh, that just led to other things in, in life. But so my, my, while my family itself wasn't involved in agriculture, I feel like I've grown up around it because so that's what I grew up around. Everybody was. I didn't know any different. I didn't know that, you know, everybody didn't have friends that had ranches you could go hang out on and um, learn things. And so uh, did that. Uh, Grew up, then went to Texas A&M. Woof. Yep, class of 91. Mr. Red Raider over there is just going to laugh. Hey, <laughs> we'll talk. I know. Cliff Kingsbury is a former student of mine and a friend. So, I, yeah? yeah, when I was yeah. reading for tech when he was there. Uh, but, yeah, you know, he's getting brothels, boy. He so, is. Yeah. He, he is. is. So, yeah, so I uh, went to Texas A&M and then followed in my parents' footsteps and became a teacher and taught high school and just retired from a 30-year career and education my so. sister and grandmother were teachers it's just the best profession if you ask me so thank you yep. for that. yeah oh well thank you it is it's changed a lot and I, then i you know my last few years i was in administration also you know because and um i enjoyed it i still miss the kids i mean i still even though i had my career and, and um you know especially like around homecoming time and everything else i love because i was high school the whole time so i loved love the kids and yeah. just love watching them bloom and find themselves and so yeah, it was a very rewarding career. So, and that, and then now I'm, you know, doing consulting uh, in education, and and then also doing I, I jokingly refer to it as my other full time job, uh, San Antonio Stock Show and Radio. Even though I'm a volunteer. <laughs> so, awesome. So tell so, us a little bit about your involvement there. So I am one of nine assistant vice presidents at the as part of the uh, Stock Show and Radio leadership. So we have. Um, over 6,000 volunteers and 6, yeah, yeah. 6,000 volunteers and about, I think it's about 40 full-time employees that are year round that, that make that oh, wow. show run. Yeah. That make the show run. Um, which is actually small compared to some other stock shows and radios and the number of full-time employees. So, um, uh, and then we, yeah, so we, it's, Year-round. I mean, everybody thinks just in February, but it's not. It's year-round. As soon as it's over in February, we're planning for the next year. We have uh, 41 different committees, um, ranging from, you know, livestock committees to just other event committees that are fundraising committees. And we have events that are official stock show and rodeo events that happen starting in August every year and go all the way all the way through up until till February. So we're already, we've already had multiple events and, and, um, 
different things like we have uh, what we call boots and shoots, which is a skeet shoot that was in August. So God bless them this year, as hot as it was this year. That was, oh, I went out there and it was, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we start with that. We just had our go rodeo roundup. We just had our wine auction, our wine contest. Uh, we have our Western art is happening this week and this weekend. Uh, and then, you know, Christmas will happen. And then uh, we had our golf tournament. We had our tier up golf tournament. Christmas will happen and we come back and we hit it, um, hot and heavy. We've got our, our rodeo qualifier in Uvalde, which I'd love to talk about in a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we, then we'll have our, let's see, our, uh, our gala, uh, go rodeo, not go rodeo, our ball, uh, our gala. And then we have our barbecue cook-off, which is the third largest cook-off in the nation in Houston and Kansas City. Uh, then we'll have our heritage parade, our vaquero cook-off. We just have all kinds of stuff. So and much. then... Uh. And then we'll have our rodeo in February. And then yeah. that. And then. So how many days does the rodeo last now? The rodeo starts February 8th. It's 22 days in last, right? Is that right? Uh, starts on a Thursday, ends, you know, three Sundays later. So gotcha. pretty much all of February. So okay. 18 days, and you said 22 rodeo performances in, in 18 days. 22 rodeo performances in 18 days, correct. Okay, and a lot of other events in those 18, yeah, 18 days. a lot of other events in those 18 days. Y'all always have really good performers. How do y'all go about, like, how far in advance do you have to book those? How does that, how's oh, that process gosh. work? Do you they know, start, or? well, I know some. They start, you know, that's someone that's on staff full-time okay. that does that, and they start kind of after the rodeo ends. You know, they start getting with that all in their process. connections and getting that going, getting in process. And, you know, it's something we, uh, people always, they like to compare us in Houston especially, and, San Antonio, San Antonio, and Houston's Houston, and we have great partnership, and we're great friends, and everything sure. else. But we, they have a football arena, and we're in a basketball arena. Yeah. So you know, they're like, "Why can't you get?" Well, we could, but we don't want you to have to pay three hundred dollars <laughs> ticket. You know. Uh-huh. Right. Um, so, so it's always kind of tricky. But to, for the size of the venue, y'all always still get yeah great caliber yeah, of artists. We do, we do, and that's you know that's a testament to our staff, um, the people that handle that in house and make that happen and their relationships that they have with the different booking agencies and yeah. and you know we we bring in local artists too sometimes you know um so and sometimes those local artists blow up um one of them from last year william beckman there you go <laughs> yeah del yep. rio boy down the road and yeah we got him it's to play and his and things have just skyrocketed. from the metroplex Huh? From the metro, yeah, the Del Rio, yes, the, the Del Rio Brackettville, Uvalde Metroplex area. Take it home, yeah. See? So, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of fun, and um, and even locals, you know, some, you know, we'll have like some Texas artists, and a lot of those guys live here in New Braunfels. So it's, it's crazy nice how New Braunfels is yeah. a, it's kind of an epicenter for a Texas country. It is. It is. It's yeah. really neat. Yeah, it's funny when you go to HEB and you walk down the aisle and you see Cody Canada or Randy Rogers <laughs> in HEB, which happens. So. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting. I grew up showing lambs uh-huh, also, uh-huh. but I remember San Antonio was actually what we considered to be the toughest lamb show. Oh, yeah. Houston was maybe a little bit bigger, but San Antonio was always San the Antonio's toughest lamb tough. show. It is. Uh, yeah. Being the old sheep show myself. Yeah. It's it's a tough show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've heard the... I, I'm so out of the show world. I don't have kids and I, you know showed back in like the 90s um but i've heard the pig show is really really good at san antonio it is, is. That? 
Okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All of our shows. Yeah. The quality it's, they're all, it's a tough show all the way around, yep. you know, but we yep. also, you know, one as part of our mission too, is some, some of that, some of the incentive for that, just because just, I think part of is just where we are in Texas. And sure. that's just this, you know, part of it. But, you know, we also give scholarships mm-hmm. to our, our winners and our breed winners and during the show. And so that's huge incentive for people to come here and come with their best to try to, yep. you know, win their breed or win the. I always like San Antonio too, because you actually got the money if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. That's still, still <laughs> that's true. a controversial subject it to is, some. It is. But, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, still, still is our auction committee, which super, super hard um, to make sure that, you know, those kids get as much as we can get them when they, when they come through. It's crazy memory from the San Antonio livestock. So th- one of the things that sticks out, I remember they always used cedar shavings to bed the animals, whether it's steers or pigs or whatever. And it just has a different smell. And so I didn't realize that until, you know, I got older, but I remember as a kid thinking, man, it smells different at San Antonio. Yeah. You know, yes. your olfactory senses are your strongest sense, Clint. That's probably why you knew that. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. I'm glad to teach you something every day. Yeah. You, <laughs> You learn a guy pretty well, Joe. Uh, I, I did my best. He's you're, very well you're, read. You're yeah. not a hard student, Clint. Yeah. <laughs> so when you showed, were you in the, did you ever show in the old flat roof barn? You're not that yes. old. Did you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I grew up showing. And you talk about a smell now. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a reason that barn's not there anymore. <laughs> I don't. We, we've, we've built new barns since then, but that was a long time ago. You know? I might have been to San Antonio once since you built the new barns, but yeah. I don't, rem- I, when I think of yeah. San Antonio, yeah. I think of the flat roof barn. Oh gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We showed in there. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, it had a smell all its own for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. So you mentioned a couple of events uh-huh. earlier, the rodeo qualifier, the gala. Tell yes. us about some of those things. So one thing, um, so gala, like our go rodeo ball, I mean, our, our Let's Rodeo Ball, that's what it is. Go Rodeo Roundup, Let's Rodeo Ball. Those are just big social events where people come, they're ticketed, um, and we have artists play, and, and people get dressed up, and we have live auctions and silent auctions, and it's just a lot of fun. Um, our Rodeo Qualifier, this is our second year to do this, and we're doing it again in Uvalde. We did it uh, last year in Uvalde, so... For our rodeo in San Antonio, you have to finish in the top 35 to be able to enter our rodeo, to qualify to enter our rodeo. And the, the, you know, the rodeo calendar year goes from October 1st to September 30th, So mm-hmm. right? So you, after September 30th is who's qualifying for NFR and which everybody's about to go to. Um, so for our uh, rodeo, so San Antonio is the first big one after the NFR. So we're in February, NFR's in December. Um, and we take the top 35 from the prior year, and then we take the top five from the current year. So if you start off, you know, October and start off strong, then you can enter also. Well, we added, last year, we added a uh, rodeo qualifier event, in, and we had it in Uvalde. Um, it was already in the works before everything happened in Uvalde. A lot of people were like, oh, that no, it was already in the works, but it was mm-hmm. very helpful I think we, you know, they, we were told helped um, Uvalde some help with the moving on and the healing of it all. But what um, it is, yeah. is anybody can enter as long as you have your PRCA card for a chance to 
get into the San Antonio Stock Show in Rodeo. So we had every event except for Breakaway. We didn't have uh, Breakaway in our qualifier last year, nor will we this year, because this will only be our second or third year just to have it in the big house. Um, So people who either just, for whatever reason, didn't rodeo as hard, maybe they got hurt, didn't hit it as hard or whatever, but didn't, you know, finish in that top 35, but wanted a chance to get into San Antonio, could come down to Uvalde, and it's all week. You know, you have basically slack all week, and then we had a performance that night, and then we take the top 10 from that qualifier, and there's a one night that's just a qualifier night that um, at the rodeo, and they have a chance to make it, you know, into the semifinals and the finals of our rodeo. Um, and it was a big hit, and we had probably over 100 people competing in each event. Oh. And, uh, yeah. and uh, so, so It's sort of like the American, it sounds like. Yes. Yeah, sort of similar. So, but it was it was a big it was a big hit with the cowboys and the cowgirls. Um, gave them a chance because if you come into San Antonio and you win San Antonio, you've gotten yourself ahead pretty good for the year, you know, mm-hmm. um, for what we pay into qualifying for the NFR. So we are going back to Uvalde for that this year, and we are now going to have two nights instead of one of an actual performance you know beyond so they compete all week to get to those one of those two nights and then we'll take the top 10 and and go into that so yeah we're really excited it was a big success last year and we're really excited and it was really cool to watch some of the people come out of that and then get into san antonio and then watch what they did yeah you know talk about kind of the underdog story Mm -hmm. Uh even though it wasn't you know i was surprised when um we when i went in and i saw some names there in uvalde that i was like wait aren't you Usually in Vegas, like, kind of, you know, just some names. And just, and again, because you just either don't go as hard. You decided that that's not the priority, but you're good enough to maybe try to get in and get in San Antonio and, you know, win there. Yep. Go on, so. so do y'all still have the collegiate, is it the collegiate challenge? Uh-huh. You still have it? Yeah. Okay. We do, yeah. Yep. So we, so one thing we did uh, two years ago is we moved our horse show and everything um, back into the Freeman Coliseum. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the grounds of the rodeo. Um, and uh, back where everybody said, out of the expo, back into an arena and all. So we have not only the collegiate challenge, but through our horse show, we have the whole youth rodeo, you know, all the events for the youth rodeo. And we have all, you know, the team rope, all the different horse events you can have. And then also they'll have the... Um, of the border collies, you know, and they're <laughs> yep. all the different, you know, all the different events. But yeah, we still have the collegiate challenge. It's a lot of fun. Um, and our ranch rodeo, which used to be in the expo and all is now in, in the, now it's Frost Bank Center. We're all trying to train ourselves to say it. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to brand change. Yeah. I know, brand change. Uh, uh, that ranch rodeo is now a whole night of our, of one of our 22 performances now that's in the AT&T Center. So, wow. Ranch rodeo is pretty it's, popular yeah, yeah it's real popular it's it's great it can get real western real quick <laughs> it's a lot of fun real cowboy yeah exactly a lot of fun did you say a dog show yeah we've got the the working dog trials that we have in there every year it's fun border collies the border collies i yeah. was picturing like the you know, oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> like the prancy dogs that's, that's, no. a, that's a little different than what i had in mind but it's watching those border it's fun to watch i bet like it it's amazing. Yeah. Those things, you know, they're so smart and just watching the work and the contest with it. So, 
Clinton will remember yeah. my one on that one. Thank you. <laughs> Clinton taught me. Thank you. See? Yeah. So 6,000 volunteers, you said. I'm curious, what kind of geographical area do those volunteers come from? All over. Really? Literally all over the state. Of course, mostly, you know, in the area. But mm-hmm. we have people that live, you know, up in Dallas that volunteer for our show or Odessa. And they still come down and, and help, you know. And again, we have events all year so mm-hmm. it just depends on which committee they're on or, or whatever but they come down from all over of course you know um generations of volunteers just in the san antonio the san antonio south texas area for sure mm-hmm. um but yeah from all over and it's pretty amazing really um when you stand back and think about it and the size of the event that we are in the show in that Really, it's very, very volunteer-run and driven and um, and the trust we all have for each other. So, yeah, it's it's great. And everybody, you know, moving in the same direction. We call it, you know, our kind of internal mantra is riding for the brand. You know, we know yep. what we are. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you um, where that volunteer spirit was the most evident as long as I've been involved with San Antonio is our COVID year because we were the only... One of the only, I don't think there were very many others that still had our show. Went on. Went on. I like it. We had our rodeo. We were going to have it. It was for our rodeo competitors and for our kids, our livestock kids, you know, because they put a lot into that. So we um, we had to throw everything out the window to do it, jump through a lot of kind of political hoops to do it, to get permission to do it. And went back to our roots and moved back into the Coliseum where we started. And literally, we were a rodeo and a stock show and took all the fluff out. And all these volunteers, different committees, you know, you have your different committee and you have your event with that committee. And you're just used to kind of being in your island for that Mm -hmm. thing. And we all that went out the window because most of our events got canceled. And it was just everybody come together and, and do whatever we need to do and make this work. And we did. And I use the phrase that we went to our past and changed our future. Uh, that's, and, uh, that's neat. Uh, it really was kind of awe-inspiring and humbling to watch everybody just really come together and, like I said, do whatever we had to do to make it work. And we did. Um, and we pulled it off. And in the middle of all of that, we had what we refer to as Snowvid. Right in the middle of that was when we had, yeah, that was, you can talk about (laughs) when you got animals on the ground and all the pipes are frozen, there's no water and, you know, it was, it was crazy, but it really, I think, um, changed us as a show because it showed us, gosh, we can pretty much do anything we put our minds to, you know? (laughs) Yep. Um, So, yeah. yeah. So any idea how many people does... San Antonio Last Topic Expo touch, you know, between exhibitors, competitors, uh, people that just come to watch an event. That's, that's not spectators. Yes, I do. I do have all that. And I wrote it down because I knew I would forget. A woman with numbers. notes. I like it. Prepared. Oh, and now let me find the right ones. So we, we have about 1.5 million people come to the show every year. One point. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I really want to talk about uh, where is it? Oh, there it is. Of course, it's on the bottom. Not to put you on the spot or anything. Uh-huh. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. So our 
total giving. So we are a volunteer organization that emphasizes agriculture and education for the youth of Texas. That is our mission. That's what we're all about. That's what everything centers and focuses on for us. And so since um, we started giving, we gave our first scholarships in 84, I believe, 84. And since then, our educational commitment, and this is scholarships, auction, everything else that's touched the youth mm-hmm. of Texas is over $255 million that we have that we have given. Um, in 2023, we had 18,000 students that are impacted by that in some way, shape, or form. 23 alone. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that are getting some sort of scholarship or one scholarship or continuing on with the scholarship. Um, so, and we add like about 550 every year when it's okay. all said and done. Um, uh, so, yeah. So we had approximately 21,000 exhibitors with all of our different shows and contests. Um, we have an international room. We had... An international we room. We have an international really? room, an international does, committee. Yeah. How, how does that work? Yeah. Well, we because we get people involved from in agriculture from all over the world that sure. come out there. Okay. You know, it in, it initially started, I think, with partnerships with Mexico, okay. different ranches and everything else in agriculture in Mexico. But now we had seventy six different countries visit that came wow. in. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> people that are involved in agriculture uh-huh. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah that came and visit and we'll plan visits around, you know, coming to our show in Houston. Houston also has an international committee. Yep. So yeah. So, cause agriculture is international. Absolutely. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It's every day. It's a, it's life. a very common thread. If yeah. You think about it. Mm-hmm. it. Yeah, absolutely. We had, uh, let's see our junior shootout had over a thousand entries this year. That's growing like crazy. Um, down at, out at the national shooting conference. Oh, shotgun. Yeah. Shooting shotgun. sports. Yeah. Yep. The shooting clay sports, which is, blown up in 4-H, you know, that sport has blown up Mm -hmm. in 4-H and FFA. Um, Yeah, so we, we a lot of people come through, touch a lot. Think about the sheer economic value of having a one point one and a half million visitors to San Antonio. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, we, um, yeah, between the hotels and everything else. And we, um, we have great partnerships with the city of San Antonio um, with, other different organizations like Fiesta, because we kind of end and then it's Fiesta sort of begins um, in the, that time of year. And so, you know, we we really uh, made a point to partner and outreach with them so that everybody's working mm-hmm. together and, and um, you know, promoting each other and helping each other and, and building the city of San Antonio as well. So, yep. yeah. Keep, but big economic impact for sure. Yep. Sure. So where do you see where do you see the show going in the future? <laughs> well, I can tell you, we will be growing. You know, we're always looking. Our CEO Cody Davenport, um, he's all, always joke that he's about twelve years ahead of us. Like I, he's, I feel like he's. You know, some people have a two and three year plan. I feel like Cody's about twelve. No. <laughs> um, uh, and so are we. We're always you know, looking for ways we can grow, but we'll be expanding. We've, um, are trying to increase our footprint, of course, you know, where we are in San Antonio on the grounds, but we are, our biggest focus is ag education is educating people on, 
on agriculture and how it's a part of your everyday life and going out to them instead of instead of saying, oh, come out to the show and learn, we are outreaching into the city of San Antonio more and into South Texas more and and trying to say, hey, did you did you know this happened? And just something simple that we did, we bought a bunch of horses and we've taken these horses out with us whenever we go do any kind of promotional, any activity, like we had Hollow East in San Antonio, which is in our neighborhood, and we took the horses and you... You know, if you grew up around animals, you take for granted. Some people have never seen a horse in per- live. Mm-hmm. Never. And it's um, it's amazing to watch reaction, especially little kids, when they're just like, "Well, and that's really a horse. And um, it's a real horse. There's something different about a, a horse than a cat. I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a rancher. I love cattle. But yeah. a horse has that domestic aspect to yeah. it. And, 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 and catching them with that yeah. can still pique an interest in agriculture. Exactly. I think that's fascinating yeah. because... It's it's an active act, yeah. which sounds counterintuitive to say, but as opposed to just come to our rodeo and yeah. we'll teach you here, yeah. going no, to them. No, because it's very much an outreach. It's yeah. very active. Um, it is definitely our mission. You know, we moved a lot of um, ag education things that were kind of in our barns. Well, the kids in the barns are involved in agriculture. They already they, know. They already know. Mm-hmm. So we've moved, it made an effort to move out onto the grounds and going back to horses, we moved our whole horse discovery area so people literally have to walk through it when they come in the grounds and there's just horses on their left and horses <laughs> on their right and people warming up in an arena and, um, and you know, then people there to talk to them and educate mm-hmm. them about that and, and just all the different, uh, you know, different animals. We've got an on, um, you know, talking old sheep showers here. Uh, we've got, uh, so when, you know, in the rodeo, we have the mutton busting. Well, now we have busting in the barn out on the grounds in its own tent where any, you know, where anybody, not anybody, obviously, but it's right. <laughs> four to eight and 50 pounds or less, uh, can, but can go ride. And then that's, it also gives us an opportunity to kind of educate the public on sheep, you know, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. sheep and have a pen of sheep that they can go up to. And, um, so that's, that's really our biggest, uh, our, I guess our newest initiative is more of, of the outreach. We also, this is, um, and this is something very dear to my heart, um, is we've opened up all of our contests with the exception of the livestock because of validation reasons and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be in 4-H or FFA to compete at our show and have an opportunity to win those scholarships. So we really reached out to the uh, career and technical education programs and STEM programs in and around us um, to try to work with those teachers and programs to get, you know, kids. So, you know, you look at these schools and they have a robotics club, Well, we have an agrobotics contest. So it's the same thing. You're doing the same thing. You just study up a little on how that's used in agriculture and how robotics is used in agriculture when you get them out there to do agrobotics and maybe they see they like showing a steer it just all can trickle into any way that's fascinating i'm really and and anybody we can get you know any way we can get people onto the grounds Mm -hmm. but again we've started going out to them instead of just saying we'll wait till february we're year-round going out and outreaching and taking the horses and we just had last night we had our first uh uh pictures with santa on the grounds and the horses were <laughs> in the picture you know <laughs> and people loved it which was funny to watch because usually the kids are like 
you know, not sure about Santa. Well, now there's Santa and there's a horse. And so those little uh, kids in the pictures was fun. But, you know, yep. it's Sensory great. overload. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, that yeah, that we're all about um, taking agriculture out uh-huh. and versus just saying, hey, come on in and learn about it. That's really cool. Yeah. I think the world needs more of that. We do, too. Yeah, it, I, I do, too. Um yeah, and it does your heart good. When it does your heart good because I and think you never know where it's going to lead. You know, mm-hmm. um, you never know what's going to do for somebody's somebody's life. So yeah, exactly. So and not even just you know with kids, but we've started having um, you know which would be perfect capital. Well, actually, Capital Farm Credit did some with us last year. Um, seminars during the show on the grounds, so mm-hmm. just continuing ed stuff various topics um for adults to come in too, to come in for a day and come to one of these seminars and so i think a lot of time it's not necessarily in opposition to ag it's just a lack of knowledge so it's, a, it, yeah. it's, it's the it's perfect just, right missing piece just how you you don't know what you don't know and mm-hmm. if you haven't been introduced to it then you don't know to pursue exactly. you know so so yeah that's that's our that's, that's really neat yeah and thank y'all for thank y'all for doing that oh well you're welcome so, yeah, it's been it's been fun. But opening up our contests, our competitive events, um, and not having them have to be in 4-H or FFA has been is we're starting to really see that. You know? Really, yeah. That is that does make sense. Yeah. You know, I never, I probably never thought about it growing up. That you had to be in 4-H or FFA. You always did before, mm-hmm. and you still do with the animals because of validation and state validation and you know all of that. Mm-hmm. But. Now, but, you know, education's changed, too. You have so many more kids that are homeschooled and, you know, not necessarily in a school. And so we're just trying to, how can we, you know, make it available to everybody to come in? So, yeah. Awesome. It's exciting. So if I wanted to get involved in the San Antonio Livestock Show and Rodeo, or or, or anyone did, how would we do that? Well, first you go to sarodeo.com and go to volunteer and then fill out a volunteer application and they'll go through all that and they do a background check and everything. Um, but then you just really want to, um, and we can find the, yeah, <laughs> be sure to get that. We can find um, find the best fit for you. We've got 41 committees, mm-hmm. you know, so they run the gamut of interests and things and find where your interests are. And then, we, yes, we were happy to have you. And if you know somebody, just come out and say, hey, I want to get involved. I promise you, we will put you to work. <laughs> we, we are not afraid. And if you know anybody that's involved with the rodeo, tell your friends, I want to get involved. And we're definitely recruiting, you know, now to um, – we've got some recruiting events that we're doing uh, coming up in the spring after rodeo at uh, Chicken and Pickle in San Antonio where we're hitting up some college kids because, you know, as you're getting out of college, you want to start getting involved in the community, and, and so mm-hmm. and this is how you do it. And, again, if you haven't been involved, you don't even know that the opportunity is, is exactly. there in San Antonio. So, And with all the colleges that we, now, that we have in San Antonio now. So that's another outreach. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah that we're doing. So, yeah, we're, we're growing – Exciting things on the horizon. Um, something new and exciting that we have at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. Sorry, you don't want my hand in that picture. Um, we have our own tequila. So, you know, Pendleton has their own whiskey. Okay. We're in San Antonio. When you think of South Texas and San Antonio, what do you think of? Margaritas. 
So last year, we launched our own tequila. It's called Sir Tierra, and it is owned by the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo. It's a separate company that we have, but all the proceeds and profits go to our mission. So go back into our really? scholarship. Yes. Do y'all so, awesome. like so make it? We Well, you know, tequila has to be made in tequila <laughs> to be called tequila Mexico. So, but no, it's ours. Yeah. No, we don't. Um, so we have... And Sertiera means Southland in Spanish, so okay. South Texas. And the back of our bottle, I'll just give you a little tour of the bottle, tells the story of the vaquero coming up through Mexico and ultimately becoming what we know as the cowboy, which is the history of yeah. cowboys. Um, on the front, you can tell it's like a rodeo back number. Mm-hmm. It has. Huh. And then it has, has, here's our year. This is also, I can't believe I didn't say this at the beginning, this is our 75th anniversary year. 75th. Congratulations. 75 yep. years. Wow. Yeah, this is our 75th anniversary. So here's our year of our founding, and then here's our logo, of course, our S hat yeah. on top. And we have the Blanco and the Reposado, and then you can also get um, the Anejo will be coming next year because, you know, it has to age. Yeah. Mm. So, so, but it's been a big hit. We launched it uh, this past show. And we could hardly keep it in stock. Wow. Any, they sold it in the AT&T Center and the and now Frost Bank Center. Um, <laughs> and all the bars. We had our own uh, tequila tower on the grounds. So people could learn about that and the process of how tequila make, which is really That's interesting. So, and it all goes back to the mission. That's and it really all goes back to neat. the mission. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, you know, we're like, all right, Pendleton has her whiskey, but we have our tequila. So... <laughs> So, yeah, and you can get it all over. Well, in South Texas, I think now even up in Dallas and the Metroplex area. So, so many things y'all are doing. That's we, just a lot oh, going listen, on. There's more on the horizon, too. But, uh, yeah, this was the newest thing, Sertira. So, But we invite y'all to come out to the show in February and uh, see all the different changes. We've we really um, – one thing about uh, the COVID year – because it forced us to scramble and move things around, some of those changes stayed. You know, something you thought, well, we can't ever do that. Well, then we did. And we were like, huh, this kind of works. That works, works. yeah. Yep. That works. So, yeah. So it's exciting. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, it's exciting to be in a group of people who are, are um, always forward thinking. Sure. Like, yep. how can we get better? Yeah. How can we stay true to our mission? Yeah. How how do we how do we do this? And ultimately, how do we raise more money? Because that's what we're about is raising those the scholarships and helping, um, you know, with the outreach and introducing. But yeah, y'all come out. Yeah. Well, I, I personally fun. can't wait to come out. And Jackie, we thank you so much for coming thank today. Y'all for having and me. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Enjoy it. Hopefully, hopefully, you learned a little bit about us and. Learned a lot, really. <laughs> I think so. And who we are, yeah. It takes a lot about. of people to put that thing on. It yeah. takes a lot. I mean, people will give up their entire year's worth of vacation to be out, you know, on the grounds, and it might be eighty degrees, or it might be twenty degrees and snowing and icing, like we've had, and people are still out there. All for the kids. All for yep. the kids. All it is kids. all for the kids. It's a great cause. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you again. Appreciate it. And let's rodeo San Antonio. There you go. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today on Capital Roots. Texas agriculture is the foundation of our story and what makes us family. Capital Farm Credit is a proud member of the farm credit system. We finance farmers, ranchers, agricultural producers, 
and rural landowners, and we're here to make your vision a reality. We've been serving rural Texas for more than a century. Whether it be traditional, innovative, or lifestyle, we'll help you cultivate new ground. We're all in this together. Because together, we're better.